Welcome to Relevance for Today, a show where you will be encouraged, inspired, and fed through the Word of God. You will find relevant teachings, tips, discussions, interviews, and more for both believers and even non-believers who are considering salvation through Jesus Christ. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Hey folks, Steve Lewis here. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Relevance for Today. Glad you are here with me. Hey, and if it's your first time watching this show, thank you for tuning in. Remember, we have over 250 episodes, so you'll be able to go back and binge listen. And for all those out there, including Dad, love you all. Thanks for tuning in. Truly appreciate you and uh, all the support and prayers. Love you, Dad, and the family. So continuing on, here's what we're going to do. So starting a new series, as most of you know, I recently completed an important series on Bible translations, which you can find in searching for episodes 251 through 253. I also did a Bible study series, episodes 255 through 257, and that one's titled Bible Study Tips, Tricks and Tools. (laughs) But on a serious note, those are key episodes to help you walk out the Christian walk, the Christian life. It's a little something to help you. It's not all the answers, but it's things to help you, like getting into the right Bible that you can understand or getting into taking notes and things like that and what you can use and little tips and ideas and do's and don'ts and things like that. So they're great episodes. I hope you'll check those out. You can listen to them at your leisure on any podcast app. Also, you can go to relevance for today, Stephen Lewis. Make sure you put Stephen Lewis in there, S-T-E-P-H-E-N. You can get over to YouTube and watch those as well. So now what we're going to do in this series is I'm going to share on some of my favorite Bible passages and verses, but also just share on some well-known popular ones. And the goal is to spark a hunger for God's Word and to show you how you can relate and glean from God's Word. You know how sometimes you're, you're listening to a commercial or you're hearing about some new craze or some new fad and things like that. Well, it's nice when you're sitting there and all of a sudden like, whoa, that's the new toothbrush by Crest. I need to check that thing out because I'm hearing all these good things about it. I'm hearing some positive things. I want to now go get that toothbrush, kind of like a commercial. You know what I mean? Well, the same way as looking at this, by me sharing some of my favorite Bible passages as well as some other popular Bible passages out there and verses, It's going to make you say, you know what? Hey, I can relate to that verse. Oh, I can do all things through Christ who gives me strength. Ooh, I can can relate to that. I want to learn more about it, not just that one line. I want to learn by reading the whole chapter, the whole book, the whole letter, whatever it might be in the Bible. And the goal is to just get that hunger going. Get the aroma of the Word of God flowing. So you're like, you know, you go into someone's house or you go in a restaurant and someone's cooking cinnamon buns or something, and you smell that smell you can relate to, and you're just like, whoa, that smells good. What is cooking? I want some of that. When I get done my meal at this restaurant, I'm ordering one of those cinnamon buns because I just saw one go past. Well, how about the Word of God? You know what I mean? When I'm sharing some of these scriptures with you, it's going to make you get hungry and make you say, whoa, you know what? I need to dig my Bible out because 
Steve just shared something that I can relate to and I want to know more about it. And when you do that, what's nice about the podcast is you can pause it, you can rewind it, you can slow down my voice even or speed it up if you want. But the bottom line is you can pause it, go get your Bible, go get a notepad. In fact, you should do that now. And then go from there and pause and play, replay it as many times as you want, share it with friends and family and so forth. So the goal is to get your taste buds going for the word of God, to get your spirit man fed and anxious to get in the word of God. Amen. So I figured, you know, the best way to jump right into this series, and I don't know how long the series is going to be, but it's something that's going to be put in place for eternity here on earth. So someone can grab this 50 years after I'm gone, if Jesus hasn't come first, and they can get into the word and learn. And that's what's amazing about this. If you're a Christian content creator out there, whether you're a writer, poet, books, if you're a singer, if you're a podcaster like I am or a TV producer, whatever it might be, remember that whatever content you create, it's going to outlive you. It's going to reach more people than you could ever imagine. And that truly is a blessing. So jumping right in. The first passage I'm going to do is Genesis 1. What a perfect way to start. The account of creation. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. The earth was formless and empty, and darkness covered the deep waters. And the Spirit of God was hovering over the surface of the waters. Then God said, Let there be light. And there was light. And God saw that the light was good. Then he separated the light from the darkness. God called the light day and the darkness night. And evening passed and morning came, marking the first day. Then God said, let there be a space between the waters to separate the waters of the heavens from the waters of the earth. And that it was as what happened. God made this space to separate the waters of the earth from the waters of the heavens. God called the space sky and the evening passed and morning came, marking the second day. Then God said, let the waters beneath the sky flow together into one place, so dry ground may appear. And that is what happened. God called the dry ground land and the waters seas, and God saw that it was good. Then God said, let the land sprout with vegetation, every sort of seed-bearing plant and trees that grow seed-bearing fruit. These seeds will then produce the kinds of plants and trees from which they came. And that is what happened. The land produced vegetation, all sorts of seed-bearing plants, and trees with seed-bearing fruit. Their seeds produced plants and trees of the same kind, and God saw that it was good. And the evening passed and the morning came, marking the third day. Then God said, Let lights appear in the sky to separate the day from the night. Let them be signs to mark the seasons, days, and years. Let these lights in the sky shine down on the earth. And that is what happened. God made two great lights, the larger one to govern the day and the smaller one to govern the night. He also made the stars. God set these lights in the sky to light the earth, to govern the day and to separate the light from the darkness. And God saw that it was good. And evening passed and morning came, marking the fourth day. Then God said, let the waters swarm with fish and other life. Let the skies be filled with birds of every kind. So God created great sea creatures and every living thing that was scurries and swarms in the water and every sort of bird. 
each producing offspring of the same kind. And God saw that it was good. Then God blessed them, saying, Be fruitful and multiply. Let the fish fill the seas and let the birds multiply on the earth. And evening passed and morning came, marking the fifth day. Then God said, Let the earth produce every sort of animal, each producing offspring of the same kind, livestock, small animals that scurry along the ground, and wild animals. And that is what happened. God made all sorts of wild animals, livestock and small animals, each able to produce offspring of the same kind. And God saw that it was good. Then God said, Let us make human beings in our image to be like us. They will reign over the fish in the sea, the birds in the sky, the livestock, all the wild animals on the earth, and the small animals that scurry along the ground. So God created human beings in his own image. In his image of God, he created them. Male and female, he created them. Then God blessed them and said, Be fruitful and multiply. Fill the earth and govern it. Reign over the fish in the sea, the birds in the sky, and all the animals that scurry along the ground. Then God said, Look, I have given you every seed-bearing plant throughout the earth and all the fruit trees for your food. And I have given you every green plant as food for all the wild animals, the birds in the sky, and the small animals that scurry along the ground, everything that has life. And that is what happened. Then God looked over all he had made, and he saw that it was very good. And evening passed and morning came, marking the sixth day. Beautiful. Such a powerful passage. The story of creation. And as followers of Jesus Christ, that's what we stand on. You know, the old saying, the big boom, the big bang. That was God's voice saying, let there be. And it was so. You know, you have to know this in your spirit, man, in your body, soul, and spirit. No matter what you might hear, you remember that you stand on the word of God. You remember that it's not even possible for us to come from monkeys. Because if you came from a monkey, why are there still monkeys? Monkeys shouldn't exist, right? If there's such thing as us being born and over time we keep changing, how come we haven't changed in thousands of years, right? We're not evolving. Think about it. But that's another story. But that's not why I'm sharing these verses. I'm sharing verses like this one, opening up the word of God, because it is the word of God. He spoke, it existed. He also said things like, let us make man in our own image. Let us make humans in our own image, which means us. He was talking to someone else, which of course was Jesus Christ. Father, Son, and Holy Spirit were there together in the beginning. And it's backed up in the book of John and so forth. And the amazing part is, and I've said it before, if this is your first time hearing this, if it's not, hey, let's hear it again. But the bottom line is the amazing part about the word of God is you can dig in this amazing collection of books and letters. And you can go from the New Testament to the Old Testament and the Old Testament to the New Testament. And you can find the answers to God's word right here verified in 66 books and Christ is all through it. You know, the old saying, the old Testament 
is Christ concealed. The New Testament is Christ revealed. And so when you dig into the Word of God and you're reading Bible verses and things like that, you make sure you take it in. Don't just scan it and just blow through it, but just actually think about it. Let it sink in that you are holding the Word of God in your hand. I know I've touched on these things before, but it's just so important, folks. I don't want to miss anything. I don't want to rush through just reading a bunch of Bible verses to you without talking to you and encouraging you to get in your own word. And it's important. The word of God is so valuable. Taking the time each day to get in the word and to read. This is the message from the creator of everything. We are so blessed, especially in our world, in our country. We're so blessed to be able to have as many as we want. But it's more important if we read it. Amen. So that was creation. And, you know, opening it up with that was was a way to just say, hey, listen, God created everything. The creation story. Good way to start sharing some Bible verses. And like I said, I don't know how long the series is going to be, but I've got well over 60 Bible verses. Some are short, some are passages and so forth. But I just want to encourage you. There's some of you out there that don't know where to begin. You're looking at your Bible and saying, where do I start? Sometimes you have to start with a Bible verse that you can relate to and going from there. Sound good? One of my favorites. And uh, when I lived at home growing up, mom and dad took us to church and we went to youth group and so forth. And sometimes at home, we would pull out the Bible and we would read together. And my verses were always Psalm 23. So here we go. The Lord is my shepherd. And this is written by, before I forget, this is written by David. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He makes me to lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside the still waters. He restores my soul. He leads me in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil. My cup runs over. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Yes, dwelling in the house of the Lord forever. And there's so many parts in Psalm 23 that you can really connect with and you can really take to heart. Like when you're going through some things, you know, you think about the Lord being your shepherd. Well, then why not do a study on shepherds and sheep and what the shepherd meant to the sheep? The shepherd guarded the sheep, protected the sheep, stood in between harm, wolves, bears, whatever it might be, lions. Those shepherds were there to protect the sheep. The sheep relied on that shepherd. When you think about it that way, you're like, the Lord is my shepherd. He's my protector. I shouldn't want for anything because he leads me to the pastures. Just like the shepherds led them to the pastures, the sheep, right? To the different pastures, fresh, you know, when a storm came, they were protected. They took them to the right location and so forth. They relied on that shepherd. And so we can look at that and say that, you know, hey, looking at the Lord in the same way. He leads me beside still waters. You know, when things are getting rough and crazy, when you focus on the Lord, 
when you allow the Holy Spirit to lead you and guide you, what you end up finding is even in rocky, crazy times like what we're living in today, you still can be guided by the still waters. You still will have relaxation and peace if you allow yourself to surrender to the Lord. Allow the Holy Spirit to just love on you and give you that peace you need. He leads me in the path of righteousness. So the path of righteousness is the path of right standing with the Lord, right? Righteousness, right standing with God. He leads you on the right path for his name's sake. You know what I mean? Just like when it says, yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death. When you're in the craziest of times, you fear no evil because you know he's with you there to protect you and to guide you, but you have to surrender to him. You have to say, you know what? I can't do this on my own, Lord. Now I've done that many times. I cannot do this on my own. All I can do is do what I can do as a man and the rest I have to leave to you because I can't do it. And then when you surrender like that and allow God to move and to do what he needs to do, he gets the glory right? It's not a Steve Lewis got himself through that. It's I could not get myself through that, but the Lord. And once again, the ending, surely goodness and mercy. Basically saying, you know, and I used to always think to myself, it was three women, surely goodness and mercy. <laughs> but it's like, surely, like, obviously, goodness and mercy, you're going to follow me all the days of my life because I have the Lord, right? And when you're a follower of Jesus Christ and you have Christ in your life and you're living for the Lord, you will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. It's an eternity thing. Amen. So as like, as you can see, as I'm sharing some of these verses, I'm also going to be just sharing from my heart a little bit as well. And uh, we'll press on. So here's another one. And these are in no particular order. I didn't go through and say, okay, I'm going to put them all in exact order according to how they are in the word of God or based on whether they're promises or based on whether they're this or that or compared to love and so forth. Did something different, just compiled a list and uh, went from there. And some of these came off of a website where I just went and said, you know, famous Bible verses and go through and pick and choose the ones that I can relate to and the ones that I think you might want to hear. So John 14, verses 15 through 24. Jesus promises the Holy Spirit. Okay, this is a good one. If you love me, obey my commandments. Boom. I'm going to stop right there for a second. This is Jesus talking. And of course, he's talking to the disciples and the people were gathered around and so forth. But remember, we are followers of Jesus. If you're a follower of Jesus Christ, you can relate to these messages. You can relate to the Pauline letters. You know, you when I say relate, I'm talking about as a follower of Jesus Christ, you can glean from them. Okay? Yes, the church of Corinth might have been written to, but you are a follower of Jesus Christ. They were followers of Jesus Christ. So when he's getting on their case for not doing something, we can learn not to do it as well. Amen? So here it goes. If you love me, obey my commandments, and I will ask the Father, and he will give you another advocate who will never leave you. He is the Holy Spirit who leads into all truth. The world cannot receive him, okay? The non-believers can't receive him because it isn't looking for him and doesn't recognize him. But you know him 
because he lives with you. And of course, Jesus is talking about himself being right there. He lives with you now and later will be in you. No, I will not abandon you as orphans. I will come to you. Soon the world will no longer see me, but you will see me. Since I live, you also will live. When I am raised to life again, you will know that I am in my Father, and you are in me, and I am in you. Those who accept my commandments, which is all of us, and obey them are the ones who love me. And because they love me, my Father will love them, and I will love them, and reveal myself to each of them. Amen? So that was another good one, you know, because basically Jesus is telling them like it is, hey, listen, you obey me, the commandments that he's given. And of course, if you think about the commandments, and if you're a follower of Jesus Christ already, and even if you're not, then it takes you back to, okay, well, how do we obey Jesus, right? What's Jesus' commandment? Of course, Jesus' commandment was love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. And the other is like it, love your neighbor as yourself. So you know right there, if you love me, obey my commandments. Okay, let's obey those two commandments because those two commandments that Jesus gave the new ones cover all the Ten Commandments. Everything's covered. Love, right? And then if you do that, following Jesus Christ, you'll get the Advocate, which is the Holy Spirit, and it goes from there. But I love that passage because it's one of those passages that says, you know what, well, how can I get the Holy Spirit? Well, you can get the Holy Spirit in your life by asking Jesus Christ into your life, following after him, obeying his commandments. When you ask Jesus Christ into your life, you get the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit will lead you into all truth. Amen? Nice. Okay, let's do, we've got time for another one. We're going to do Philippians 4, 6 through 8. And many of you have heard this, especially during different times in the world, the COVID times, you know, different earthquakes, whatever it may be, natural disasters, things of that nature, going through rough times and so forth. People will say, you know, Philippians 4, 6 through 8, don't forget about it. Be anxious for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. And that's a beautiful passage right there. Yes, it's hard. It has a, it's a twofold thing. One side of it's like, be anxious for nothing. It's like, well, what do you mean? I'm about to lose my job because I didn't get the vaccine or this happened or that happened or loved ones are dying and so forth. What do you mean don't be anxious for nothing? I'm a hot mess right now. Yep, yeah, I hear you. But in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving. So you pray, you lay it at the feet of Jesus. You thank God for what you have. You thank God for your life. Make sure your requests are known to God. What does that look like? You in private, in your prayer closet, laying on your bed, prostrate, just laying out there on the floor, on your knees, praying by your bedside, in your quiet place, by the river, wherever it might be, driving down the road. Lord, I need you. Help me, please. I cannot do this alone. Help me through the Holy Spirit. Guide me. Give me the peace and strength I need. Because your word says in Philippians 4, 6 through 8, that the peace that you offer, that surpasses all understanding. No one can understand this peace. 
will guard my heart and my mind through Christ Jesus. So please help me. And that's what you do. You lay it at his feet and you'll be surprised. You'll be sitting there going through hell or what seems like hell. And then you'll pray and also get on the phone, make some phone calls to some intercessors, some of those brothers and sisters who love to pray for people, and you pour out your heart on them, the ones you can trust, of course, and allow them to intervene as well in your life and pray for you. Hey, I'm just calling to let you know I need some prayer. I'm having a hard time right now. This is what's going on. Pray for me, please. I got you, brother. I'll be praying for you. I'll intercede for you in my quiet time with the Lord and uh, keep me posted on the results. And you go from there and you talk about it fast. Pray. Focus on the Lord. Focus on getting in the word. Focus on listening. Sometimes we pray and forget to do that. We forget to listen for a response from the Lord. And of course, it's not some booming voice that goes, listen, the answer is here. No, it'll sound like your own voice but it's the Holy Spirit guiding you and speaking to you. Amen? Okay, one more. This is a good one. Many of you have heard this before. In fact, a good friend of mine, Jeff Armstrong, was the one who shared it and uh, really put it into play when, with me when we were running the ministry. Matthew 6.33. I'm going to read it out of the New American Standard Version as well as the New Living Translation. But seek first his kingdom, and his righteousness, and all these things will be added to you. And of course, if you read Matthew 6 from the beginning, you'll hear how the birds are provided for. They don't have a care in the world. The flowers are provided for. They're beautiful, and so forth. What more would God do for us if we focus on him first and stop focusing on all the craziness going on in the world and everything that's going on around us? And in the New Living Translation, seek the kingdom of God above all else, so that's above everything else. And live righteously, right standing with him, and he will give you everything you need. It doesn't say he'll give you everything you want, but your needs will be provided for. And a perfect example of that is when my wife lost her job due to the COVID vaccine and all that situation as a nurse. But yet she was able to take eight months off. We spent time with our family. We traveled. She was blessed with another opportunity to work from home. And of course, I'm a disabled veteran, but she was able to work from home and have peace and comfort and not have to worry about anything crazy happening. It's a rough time, but we focused on the Lord first and foremost. Was it rough? Yes. But once again, prayer and supplication, laying it at the feet of Jesus, Lord, please help us, guide us through the Holy Spirit, show us what to do. And we were provided for right in the middle of a crisis. That's key. Seeking him first and everything else will fall in place. Amen. So those are really good verses to start off with. I'm really enjoying doing this series. I'm really excited about it. And uh, I hope you're encouraged. Get in the word. Write down some notes. Get these scriptures marked in your Bible. Don't forget it's okay to write in your Bible, get some highlighters. They've got the grease highlighters that don't go through the page. They won't bleed, just like I did in the Bible study tips and tricks. Go watch those. I'll show you some pens, pencils, different things you can use inside your Bible, because that way when you're reading through it, all of a sudden you see something you may have highlighted, and you can go back to it and read over it again. Amen? Let's go ahead and pray. So Heavenly Father, I just thank you so much for this opportunity to share this message today, to share about your word. 
to encourage my brothers and sisters in Christ and even those who don't know you yet of the nuggets, the deep love in the Word of God, in your Word. Lord, I pray that those who are listening will be encouraged and strengthened and want to pick up their Bibles and blow the dust off of them and get into them and read them for themselves and not just have other people speaking the words to them, but them actually take up the cross. The cross. Yes. Take up their cross and follow him. To put all their stuff aside and follow you, Lord. Amen. So I just thank you. I love you and appreciate you so much. I just pray for all those out that are hurting and suffering. All those in the different countries, India, Pakistan, who are suffering and being persecuted as Christians. And I know that's all over the world, Africa and different locations like that. We just pray for all of them for peace, comfort, the peace that surpasses all understanding. I thank you for all these things in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Hey, there you have it, folks. Thanks for tuning in to another episode. I hope you really enjoyed it. Thanks for tuning in. I am blessed to be able to be on here sharing this with you. If you're not there, I'm in the basement talking to myself. Hey, once again, don't forget Relevance for Today podcast show. If you just want to hear the voice side of it on any podcast app, including Spotify, Audible Books, Amazon Music, um, Google Music, Apple Podcasts. I don't know if I said that already, but Spotify is another one as well as iHeartRadio and so forth. Just look up Relevance for Today podcast show or also look up my shorter epic podcast, Spiritual Spotlight, which is five minutes or less. I encourage you with my own personal writings, words from the word of God and so forth. Hey, with that being said, get connected with me on Facebook, Instagram. Just look up Stephen Lewis, S-T-E-P-H-E-N-L-E-W-I-S. And thank you so much. Love and appreciate you all. Thanks for tuning in as always. Don't forget to subscribe. Leave me some comments on Apple Music, Apple Podcasts. If you guys are over there listening on there, please do me a favor. Leave some comments. Give me a rating between one and five. The higher the rating, the more ratings I get, the higher I'll be pushed up in the charts so more people will see the show. Hey, with that being said, love you all. Take care of yourselves. Peace.